Hey everyone, this is Jeff Stevens and this is the Creative Stick Up. This week I've got Mike Spakowski, uh, the creative director and founder of Atomic Dust. Um, and if you can believe Tom, Atomic Dust has been around for 15 years. Um, and they seem, I remember, it seems like it was yesterday. Um, so Mike and I talk about his journey from kind of this young digital guy to becoming this real thoughtful connoisseur and practitioner of design thinking. Um, and how much that has influenced his agency and his work. Obviously, they do great interactive stuff, but they are also a really, really good branding shop. They've done some great stuff in that space. He's also the chair of Design Week, which we talk about. Um, so I really enjoyed meeting him. Um, really like what his agency is up to over at Atomic Dust. Um, so enjoy my conversation with Mike. started as a graphic designer. This is what you meant. That's where you came from. Oh, uh, I started as an enthusiastic young man. Yeah, like I, uh, of whatever. Yeah, I essentially, uh, years ago, I um, was really into philosophy and I had yeah. to take uh, art credit. Yeah. And I took, my choices were either I could take nude figure drawing featuring some of the senior citizens from the local uh, nursing home. Okay. Or I is this take, in St. Louis? Yeah, okay. I grew up in Florida. So, okay. Uh, or I could take this class called computer-aided graphic design. <laughs> New so, old people. Are yeah, yeah, yeah computer-aided graphic design. So it sounded like the future. Yeah. Uh, so I took that, and uh, I really liked it, and we just essentially learned Illustrator. Uh, but I got hooked, and then I bought a computer, yeah. and uh, I bought a PC rather than a Mac because they're cheaper. And the thing about PCs are is that they break a lot. Yeah. And so then I... Uh, I got good at fixing computers, then I got all these tech jobs, but in, when I, at night I moonlit with, yeah. my, with my buddy James, uh, and we made little websites uh, for our fictitious company at the time, Atomic Dust. Okay. And uh, so, that was so probably it was, a, it was 1997. A, okay. So it's yeah. always been called Atomic Dust. Yeah. Do you, was it like naming a band? Do you remember naming it with James? No. Uh, or did yeah, it just I don't come even to... really remember where it came from. Because uh, the names held up. Yeah. Like some names. Yeah. You could tell the agency was named at a certain period. Exactly. Because it's like Velocity or, you know, right. whatever. They had this, yeah. There was this time when those names were popular. Yeah. Time yeah. of Dust was all right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's somehow, it somehow uh, lasted. Yeah. It yeah. still feels fresh. Yeah. That's good. Nice job. So you guys were a website, a boutique website design company at night. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and this is when people, like, what were HTML website 1.0? Right. Yeah. It was, uh, it was cutting edge. Uh, but it was really, it was just me and James like making things that were like an experiment. Okay. Like, it wasn't, we, had, we didn't even have any clients, it was just like fun. Uh, and then we met this guy who uh, later became a partner at the company, but he had this thing called clients. And he was like a traditional graphic designer. <laughs> and we would start to work with his clients uh, making little $1,500 websites. And uh, he used to have to go to meetings, these giant board meetings at night. Uh, with all these just, you know, intimidating people in suits, and I'm like 22. Yeah. Uh, and I'd, I'd have to explain what the ROI of a website was, <laughs> and like how, like the concept between linking pages and how that worked. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, it wasn't really about like design, it was about like mystery and like, yeah. is this web thing real? Yeah, uh, and that's how I'm sure they treat like, who are these kids? They know something. Right. These, yeah. these You would have been millennials or Gen Xers. Or Gen X. Yeah, yeah, these Gen Xers coming in talking all this crazy web right. stuff. We yeah. got to get on this web thing. Yeah, this internet thing's catching on. It's catching on. Yeah. And you're trying to explain to all these right. older marketing guys who run print ads. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What's the ROI of a website? And, uh, but it's funny because you get asked that same question yeah. now with like social media. Nothing's really changed, right? Just a different... Yeah. But like no one really questions the ROI of a website anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's funny. Yeah. Because they're all building them themselves on Squarespace. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that. Uh, I've seen a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the web is sort of, I mean, of course, caught on, but it's become more of a, uh, I think, like a publishing system for brands rather yeah. than like a giant brochure. Yeah. It used to be. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Um, and what, what, okay, so what year is this? Uh, it's 2016. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like 97, That was a trick question. Yeah, yeah. Were you guys... The... <laughs> 97. Yeah. Okay, so that's a long time ago. Yes. That feels like a long time ago. Yeah. In the world of, like, Al Gore just invented it. <laughs> right? Yes. And you guys are doing it. Yes. It's all because of Al. <laughs> I think. All right, so, so Atomic Dust has existed this long. Yep. So you, you were here in St. Louis for the first little dot-com... Yeah, Boom. yeah. Back in the day, yeah. Whenever the burst, was, yeah, right. The burst, yeah. Yeah, and then you, the burst happened. Whatever yeah. that was, yeah. Um, and you've survived. Yeah, early on. I mean, our first couple of years, we really were just like a uh, a web vendor for bigger agencies. Sure. In town. Yeah, agencies didn't know how to do it. Yeah, so they would survive. take on these projects and not know how to do it, and then yeah. partner out to companies like ours. Yeah. Uh, so and that's where I think I heard of you guys. Yeah. That's where I probably heard of you at an agency where, oh, who's doing this? Who's actually doing this work? Right, yeah. Atomic yeah. Dust. was us. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so that was it for a while. And then we, uh, I think probably like four or five years into it, we just decided to like not do it anymore. Because yeah. we're like, we'll never, be, we'll never be attractive to clients. We'll never win awards. It'll always be the agency we win them for. Yep. We're like, how can we like start to like become our own shop? Mm-hmm. And so from there, we just kind of worked backwards because uh, we already had like the development and the design team. Uh-huh. Like, we, we built up our account team and we built up writers and we built up photographers. Uh, and so it's kind of like the reverse of a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you could have stayed like a traditional quote unquote production house. Right. Just done the production for agencies. Exactly. And it did, probably would have been easier. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you know, you never know. You, that always sounds good until you're like, you got to manage clients. Exactly. Now. That's a whole different right. thing, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. The blood, the blood's on the floor in that space. <laughs> the blood and the tears. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so, did you just cut this off one day and say, "We're not doing this anymore for agencies," and let's? Yeah. This pretty was, much. Okay. Was, uh, I'm trying to remember the situation. But it was it was like it was drying up anyway. Yeah. And we're like, let's just try just to do, do this without it. And uh, yeah, we, we figured it. like if we did it, if we never, if we always helped other people, then we no one would ever come to us directly. So yeah. We just kind of cut it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And what and what year was that? Two thousand something. Three, four, five. Three or four. Okay. Yeah. And then you moved. How long have you been at your space? Where are you at? Uh, we are Mid- in Midtown, uh, Midtown Alley. Yeah, Midtown Alley. Uh, yeah. We've been there for five years, almost five years okay. now. Uh, we were downtown uh, yeah. for 10 years okay, previously. Yeah. So we spent Washington Avenue, and then we had a, a year on Olive, and then we uh, spent a lot of time in the Louderman building, which is right above Rooster. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. So we're okay. the third That's floor. That's where I, I think Ruckus is there now. Yes. Uh, Were yeah. you in that space? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's yeah. fine. I still haunt that patio. Which sure. Is the patio is awesome. Yes. Yeah, that is a good place. You speak my patio. <laughs> <laughs> but you now you're with all the other agencies on Locust. Yeah. So yeah, there's a awesome. Toki and Scorch and Happy Medium and Spoke and. Um, yeah. Well, was that just yeah. the, how did that was that just a spontaneous you know, gathering of? I don't know. It's weird like space? when we were looking for space. Uh, we, I think downtown has changed a lot yeah. for, for the better, yeah. but it also like, uh, I think what used to be like raw kind of open buildings you could get for cheap, it became, became kind of like white box condos, you know? And so it wasn't like, it wasn't, the architecture really wasn't that interesting to us, you know? And so, uh, we knew, uh, about, we, we were just looking around and we found this building on Locust and it was just, the windows were boarded up and the floor was gravel and it was like, but we could really, but it was interesting, you know. Yeah. It had like thirty foot brick ceiling or brick walls, and um, yeah, so we're like we could like do something cool here. So it was it just it was just kind of fun. Yeah. So you made your own space. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, yeah. we, yeah, we had a lot of help from contractors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You envisioned your own space. Exactly. That's yeah. cool. And how many people are there now? Uh, we have about eighteen people okay. now. Yeah, we've been a little bigger, a little smaller. Yeah. yeah. It's agency life. Yeah, kind of hanging out down there. Yeah. And what's your, what do you think? Because I saw you had that brilliant case study the other day you put on LinkedIn. Oh, God. Right? Yeah, I don't know which one. Anyway, it was, it was a really, it, hey, it was a beautiful case study. It sounds good. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was probably a week ago. I can't remember the clip, but it was a beautiful case study. Um, it's like a better life. Yeah. Clean products, yeah. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was that clean product, which is yeah. a great case study. Yeah, cool singles company, cool product. Uh, so it's an organic cleaning product. Yeah. And you guys helped. Kind of, it almost looked like the breadth of work for that. Yeah, so we did, uh, our role was really sort of uh, reimagining the packaging, the labels, okay. uh, and sort of some brand positioning uh, to make it more competitive uh, on the shelves. So like five or six years ago, like being or, uh, an organic cleaner was, was very unique. Yeah, if you, you did know, that, you were cool. Yeah, but now it's it's, it's becoming more and more competitive. Yeah. Uh, so we just did some shifting to try to, uh, like clarify their position and, and help sales out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we, we still do like, uh, we still have a relationship with them and do promotions and yeah. uh, things like that. And which was a tough act to follow because it, originally the work was done by Mark and Jen Halski, which I have gigantic respect yeah. for and they did really amazing stuff. So it was just a, it was, it was a hard project to, to work on. Because you had to up, up some really good stuff. Oh yeah, completely. It's like yeah. you had to up your own heroes. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, let's just try and, uh, it was tough, but it was fun. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, thanks. It looks really good. Um, and so, where, like, when you look at the agency landscape or, or what agencies need to do for clients, as you've hung in this game for a long time, I mean, yeah. you've been at it for a while. Sure. How do you how do you, a keep it sharper? What do you what do you see where agencies are going? Yeah. So what does the look like? Uh, it's a tough business. I think it's, it's a really tough tougher business. Tougher all the time. Yeah, I agree. I think design is becoming easier and easier to produce. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's becoming more common and more popular, and businesses are starting to value more design more than ever. Uh, but they can also get it a lot. Uh, it's more readily available. Uh, and so I think, you know, agencies have to show uh, thinking. Like, I'm big on the, uh, we charge a lot of money for our service, mm-hmm. but, like, I always say that, like, we, we want to uh, give more value than we take. 
you know, because we want our work to actually impact the business and help it grow. Yeah. And so a lot of times it's figuring out not just how we can make something pretty, but how we can add value okay. uh, to to our customers. So yeah. it's really like I'm I'm just big on the idea uh, beyond pretty pictures. Like how is design useful for businesses? Yeah. You know, and how can they how can uh, it help them get from like where they are to where they want to be? Yeah. And, and this uh, was you yeah. just had said this earlier. And so that to me is the interesting. So say that again, because I think that's yeah. really interesting. Is Design can be a solution, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I think design is really like uh, it's. There's this uh, an author called Marty Neumeyer. I'm a big fan of. He wrote uh, Zag and the Brand Gap and uh, a couple other books. Uh, but he always says that design is a way to take the current situation and change it to a more favorable one. And it doesn't have to be a graphic designer mm-hmm. who does it. It can be a CEO. But it's the idea of sort of imagining uh, how to bridge the gap between creativity and, and, and strategy in a company and yeah. how you could use it to, to move things ahead along the way. Yeah. And that's why, like, we were talking earlier about experience design. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's really, uh, I think it's really smart is uh, a, is a, is a way to look at how design can be useful for business yeah. and not just, uh, a lot of times when people see, see or say UX or experience design, they think of it just on the web. But I try to apply it to like a business's sales cycle of clients, yeah. or like how uh, businesses can improve their own processes to help culture, and and, and with that, that adds value to clients. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like, and we make pretty pictures too. Yeah, but it's like you know the big trick is like how can we actually like have an impact? Yeah, and I I love just like what, the things you learn to do and the things you appreciate are the experiences you have that you know someone's thought about. Someone's really been thoughtful about your experience, and that's, you get sucked into that because you notice that. And then, I think, when you experience something, you you just have such a uh, deeper relationship with it, just learning, right? And that's what I always think, like, just trying to get information across if you can bring someone through an experience of that. Well, it becomes, uh, God, marketing is such bullshit, right? Like, a lot of it is just, like, (laughs) messaging and, and, like... You know, I think people are bombarded with messages yeah. so so often that yeah. they don't know what to believe and they don't know who to trust. And like brands use messages like "we have the best service" or "our people make the difference," and it doesn't it doesn't resonate anymore. Yeah. But like experience is a way to kind of show truth. Yeah. You know, because you can actually shape how people feel and yeah. and, and be helpful to them. And I think that's that's yeah. where it can have like a big impact. Yeah, that's interesting. But it's yeah. a combination of visuals and writing and yeah. and, and sort of traditional graphic design and the web and. You can use all these tools to try to shape like how you you want customers to, to see the world. Yeah. I like that idea of experience is a way to show truth or get to it, because if it's if it doesn't have that truth that you immediately know it. There's something that right. you feel yeah. that it's very false about. Exactly. And if it's not truthful, right? Right. Yeah. Just the whole the whole way that you go through and experience something, no matter what it is, whether it's a piece of online a piece of learning that they were going to train you on right or it's an entertainment thing or it's a zombie night or whatever that is yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. it's there's a there's a truth to the whole thing because yeah. you're because you're right there you're touching because yeah, you're actually well, this actually held up to my expectations or exceeded it or yeah you know i was like happy with this or this was helpful yeah you know and i think that's like um, i think that's where design can be really valuable yeah you you are the Chairman of Design Week, something. Yeah, so I don't know what my title is. Uh, <laughs> something I, important. You're you're involved in Design yeah, Week, right? uh, which which congr- hey, congratulations. I know yeah, this started six or seven years ago. You said six, I think. six or five. Yeah, 
it, anyway, it's a great event. It's grown every year. It's, it's gotten lots of people are getting excited about it. It's, it's one of those things where I just think it's great because every year it's gotten bigger, better, more interesting. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it has. So uh, I think I think it's on its fifth or sixth year. I don't know. I should probably know that. But, it's uh, the first week of October. Yeah, first week of October. So it started six years ago or five years ago with uh, Eric Toki and Deanna mm-hmm. Coleman-Lovett and uh, Tracy Moore. And they all wanted to uh, have a design week. Yeah. And they started it through the AIGA, yeah. uh, which I'm, I'm on the board of. Uh, and as it... Uh, is it sort of changed from um, who's going to chair each year? I somehow volunteered, but I didn't know like what I was doing. Yeah, you know, but I still don't volunteers. Yeah, but like, you're like, oh, he's I, not here. Make him do it. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I was terrified, but I had to like sort of change it to work better for me. And so we went from like you know five or six events that were like curated and organized by the chair. We just sort of open up to the public. Yeah. We think St. Louis has all these cool, yeah. cool design pockets you know, of interesting people and stories to tell uh, going on all the time. So we just try to bring them all in one week. Yeah. So it's not just what we think is cool, but like kind of what the community community think is cool. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and, you know, we've had great sponsorship by Adobe, which always helps. Yeah. And, uh, last year we had 60 events. And, That's amazing. Uh, I know, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's really amazing, but it's, and it sounds like we're, like we're working our ass off, but yeah. like... We really you're, you're building this platform and just letting everyone come yeah. co create it with you, which is the ultimate yeah. user experience, really. Yeah, well, yeah, it's and it's and it's easy <laughs> and it's it makes it interesting and it's not just our taste. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, Tara Nesbitt, who I, I work with, is also the co-chair. Who yeah, we, we plan it all out yeah. together. And she's, I mean, she's fantastic. But, she uh, but yeah, so it's it's I think it's the first week of October. Um, and yeah, we have some cool stuff planned, and you know, we encourage people to reach out to us and let us know what they want to do. Yeah, that, which is just FYI. That's why I'm meeting with you today, because I have yeah. thought of doing something. So if you have a thought, totally bring just, it. Yeah, just go bring to uh, singlesdesignweek.com. Get in and, touch. Uh, yeah, just let us know. That's awesome. So the the whole you from your your background as a a I, almost IT yeah. fixing computers, then you yeah. got into graphic design, and now it seems like you're you're Relationship with design has evolved, and so yeah. now it's this force for good for you. And it's this, oh, yeah, thing, yeah, right. So, I used to, uh, when I was really getting into uh, design, I was obsessed with other graphic design. Like, I'd buy books and I would live in bookstores, and it was like I would just, you know, sort of see the world. And, yeah. and, and, and were you into like graphic stuff. novels or design books? I was or magazines? Really into graphic novels, okay. I was really into magazines yeah. and like. Just sort of those giant, thick design picture books that you used to be able to buy at Borders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but as like, you know, if you hold on to those books for about ten years and you look back, you look at this stuff you once saw that's like amazingly cool. And you're like, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Why did I ever think that was good? You know. And, and I do you think, think like, in ten years it'll come back and be amazing again? No, or you think like no, it's probably, just... not. probably not. <laughs> but it's like you see these like trends in. Uh, so I really loved design, mm-hmm. but I got sick. Of just worrying about the aesthetics of design. Yeah, you know. So, I'm like, so, so what does that mean? The fonts and the colors and the filters. Yeah, those like, are the aesthetics. Yeah, every little era has what's hot. Right. Yeah. But I got interested in like, uh, like copy. 
Yeah. You know, like how do you how do you motivate people? Or how do you sell something? How do you position this brand? The, like, the psychology of what design does yeah. to move yeah. you. And I would get burnt out as a graphic designer, and so I didn't know what to do because I was so sick of looking at graphic design all damn day. Yeah. But I really uh, got big into like uh, architecture. Mm -hmm. Not that I know anything about architecture, yeah. and that's what's great. I never even want to. Yeah. But I love to like walk around weird buildings, and I and I you know I walk through like um, hotels and like. What conversation did the designer have with this client? How the hell did he pull this off? Yeah. You know, like, this must have cost a fortune. Like, just the the way that people are led through the space, and you, you notice this. Yeah, you start yeah. to, like, be cognizant of it. Like, uh -huh. my favorite, uh, one of my favorite spaces in town is, like, the new addition to uh, the art museum. Okay. You know, and, and yes. the art's great, but I just love to walk around. It's cool, it is, it? And it's ridiculous. And what does it do for you? Because I agree, it's no, just, like, fascinating uh, It just, like, recharges me. Like it's, it yeah. sounds ridiculous, but it's like it just puts me in in the right uh, mindset for uh, creative thinking. Yeah, you know? and uh, yeah, so I love that, and I love uh, like old design books, mm -hmm. like <clears throat> not really aesthetic books, but I love like um, I love reading about designers' approach, which I never thought I would I would because I used to think those books are like terribly boring. Yeah, but they're solving the exact same problems that we that we currently have to solve for clients. Yeah. Uh, but no one listens to their answers anymore. You know, and I think like it's interesting to to like go back and, and think about these same relationship problems with clients and business problems that clients face uh, through the perspective of somebody fifty years ago. Yeah. So it's I don't know. It's I'm, I'm it's also that. I read and walk around. I'm a designer. And it's blind, but yeah, it's it's. Fun. That's great, but it's great to go back because you say that this it's the you know. Those who don't remember history are doomed to repeat it in yeah. so many ways. So I'm sure when you go back and read these books, it's still, it's still in some ways the exact same. Oh yeah, there was this project today, right? There was this. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, I'm dying. Uh, there's a guy named Bill Bernbach, and uh, yeah, and he, he wrote was this. A, yeah, he was a copywriter. Okay. He started. I think he started DDB. Uh, yeah, DDB. Yeah, he left Fallon, I think. And yeah. Went, anyway, I'm not sure about the agencies, but uh, uh -huh. he wrote this idea of about how. Uh, uh, the, his agency was getting big, and that was great. But he was really worried that they were going to that they were going to be a victim to bigness, mm -hmm. and they weren't going to care about like the caliber and the substance of work anymore. Mm -hmm. And like I look at that, I'm like, man, I could relate to that because like we're growing and we're busy, and we gotta you know try to make sure everything's cool and not just like go through the motions. Yeah. But he wrote that in 1935. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> my God. You know, it's like, what else don't I know? And so I just try to... Uh, go back and... Yeah, I go back and I read, and then, like, one book always leads to another. And you're yeah. like, how can I, like, pursue these things? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I read a lot. Yeah. So, so when you go to a client now, what is your, your core offering? And I think design shops, if there is one place, as bad as margins have gotten, marketing sure. has gotten, yeah. if there's one place that agencies probably, especially design shops, can prove worth and value for clients is helping organizations design sales processes and yeah, all totally. kinds of, you know, visual thinking stuff, right. facilitating yeah. things and co-creating. Are you guys getting into that and yeah. getting more on the business side? Of yeah, it's weird. I think like we're really in a shift, uh, although it sounds so dramatic, but it's, I think our role has really uh, become more consulting. Yeah. Um, I mean, we still do, of course, design and we sure. make, make cool stuff. Uh, but really, I think people hire us a lot for our perspective on problems, mm -hmm. uh, which is which is great yeah. uh, because that's that's where we, we can provide the most value. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's cool. They come in with this thing, and, and 
you can help them think through. Because I think it's funny, and I don't know, when I worked, you know, you've always worked with agencies who do a certain thing well, and when you work with them, you get a brief in, and invariably, that's the solution. Mm-hmm. And we used to joke at McCann, or when I was at Momentum, we used to joke that McCann, every, every solution they would come back was a global 30-second spot. No matter what the brief was, yeah. it's a global 30-second spot, because that's what they wanted, that's what they were selling. Sure. So I wonder if, but design is a different thing, right. as it's applied to briefs, because right. it can take you anywhere. Yeah. Right. There's no mediums. I mean, it's not like you're just selling this sure. thing. You're you're yeah. looking through the problem for them or helping them. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. So we uh, we tend to work with clients that have similar problems, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but really, at the at the heart of it, we think useful design can help brands be more competitive. You know, yeah. So a lot of times we work with underdog brands okay. that, that aren't number one in their category, but like they they want to brands that have ambition. Yeah. Uh, and so we, a lot of our work is around uh, positioning. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's it. So you, you've come from, you're, you've come to be a conceptual, a lot of conceptual thinking, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's right. I think good design is an articulation of the thinking. Yeah. And if you don't spend any time thinking or saying like, here are the words on written out and here's, this is all based on, research and conversations that we've had, yeah. you know, then you just present, you know, something that might be cool. That's yeah. just like the designer's default style yeah. rather than like anything with real impact. Yeah. You know, and you, we always want our clients to see themselves and their problems in our solution, you know, rather than just, here's this cool thing we made up, you know, watch it scroll cool. Yeah. You know, it's like, we want to, uh, we want to be helpful to their, to how customers see their business. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, you know, it's funny. We always used to... The most valuable creative is an art director who can think. You know? Yeah, true. I agree. Yeah, yeah. just that if you can find one of those. So it sounds like you've worked your way into that position, my friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're myself you're on your way. Order. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike, it was good talking to yeah, you. Yeah, you too. I appreciate too. it. Okay, yeah. so if you're into Design Week, go check out the website, Sandless Design Week. Yeah. So com, one of, and I don't know if Atomic... If you guys are looking for any people... Oh, uh, we never know. We're you never know. Hit them up. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Hurry up, darling, open the drawer.